University Union. This is Laura. This is Trubisha. This is Sadia. And, and we, we are ASI. Happy, 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 happy New Year, Hornets. We are so ready to get back into the spring semester. We are excited to have you back, and we are definitely excited to be back in the studio. Today, our guest is somebody that has traveled nearly the whole entire world. She's cute, she's sweet, she's smiley. You have the Alpha Phi president present, Maddie Rivera. Welcome, Maddie. Hello. <laughs> Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Welcome, Maddie. Happy to have you here. Yeah, good to have you here, Maddie. We are, you know, we're so excited to continuously have very special guests. Uh, in our previous podcast, we've said that all guests are special, and we are just so excited to have you here today, have you representing your sorority, and most importantly, representing yourself. So, Maddie, I know that, you know, I, I said I introduced you as Alpha Phi president, but I want to ask you, what is it like being, being president of a sorority? Because... You know, I'm not going to lie to you and be very transparent with you. When I think of a sorority, I automatically think of the Legally Blonde movie. <laughs> you know, that is funny. Um, I would say being the president of a sorority, um, people don't realize what actually, like, goes into it and all the time and effort and hard work that mm -hmm. you're kind of putting in on the backside um, for what the public sees. Um, but overall, I would say one of the best things about being president is just kind of being the face for the chapter and for the university um, for the like portion that I'm a part of um, the ability to uh, have connections like meeting with you uh -huh. um, is like beyond amazing and the amount of people that I've met and like I said the connections that I've made have been like substantial like in my entire college years um, overall though I would say being president is definitely difficult uh -huh. um, definitely the time management aspect and trying to Deal, I don't want to use the word deal, but kind of deal with everyone and make sure that everyone's taken care of on a daily basis. Right, and, yeah, you have to be a leader. Yeah, exactly. Um, and keeping up with just um, making sure, obviously, it's my job to make sure that everyone in the chapter is, like, healthy, safe, happy. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not always the case. So Absolutely. just trying to keep up with everyone and make sure that everyone's taken care of um, is my number one priority. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a huge responsibility from what I take. Very much so. I know. I I guess I didn't really realize when I got elected for it just how much I was going to be a part of and how much I was going to have to um, kind of like overcome with all the different things that I was thrown at me. Um, but overall, it's, a, it's an amazing experience. It's something that I'll definitely look back on and remember for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, but definitely, definitely not a walk in the park. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're here, you're representing, you're happy, you're healthy. So, yeah. you know, it must be working out great for you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's amazing. So tell me more about your time at Sac State. So when you first began, like, getting involved in, like, the campus life, why did you choose a sorority? And, like, how long have you been in a sorority for? So I joined um, Alpha Phi my freshman year back in 2018. Um, I went through fall recruitment. Basically, one of the reasons that I wanted to go through recruitment is that I am from Sacramento. I wasn't doing the dorms because I told my parents that if I was going to go to Sac State that I was from here and I just wanted to move out. So I got an apartment. <laughs> um, but I knew a ton of different girls in the chapter already based off of like high school friendships and just like kind of mutual friends. Um, so I definitely knew that I wanted to get involved with something, um, and I've, like, done cheer and stuff in the past in high school, so I thought it would, like, kind of be similar. Mm -hmm. um, but for the idea that, 
like what I've kind of done at Sac State is just um, I wanted to like be involved with something that was a little bit bigger than myself and like kind of make a difference within the community. Okay. Yeah. Um, but most importantly, I grew up as an only child, so I kind of wanted to like have people around me that I knew I could kind of count on that wasn't, I guess, <laughs> necessarily like family. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they become your family, so. Right. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I definitely relate to that because I joined a sorority also for that sisterhood. So it's kind of amazing that you kind of stuck off for that long because yeah. you joined in 2018. So that was like your freshman year, right? Yeah, my freshman year. And then definitely was really difficult kind of navigating COVID and es- and especially like being president and bringing uh, the chapter back from COVID. Mm-hmm. That was like insanely challenging and trying to bring back like especially, you know, the rituals and the events and stuff that like when I was a freshman or sophomore, those were being put on, but I had absolutely no reason to like necessarily care how to put them on because I just was a part of them. Mm -hmm. But then coming back my senior year and having to do them, I was kind of like, oh my God, what do I do? Add that to the resume. (laughs) I know, seriously. I was like reading through books of our history and I'm like, how do I put on initiation? Let me figure that out. (laughs) Yeah, new new chapter in initiation through COVID, huh? (laughs) That sounds really great, Maddie. I had another question. Like, do you have any advice for someone who's, like, looking to get involved in campus or someone who's just shy to, like, join a sorority? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things uh, I feel like Alpha Phi always says is it all matters what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And for someone that is, like, either interested or wanting to get involved, um, all it takes is the first step, putting yourself out there, Sometimes that's difficult and sometimes that is scary, but um, in the long run, the effort that you put in ends up um, outweighing all of, like, the negatives that might come along with it. Um, But for the idea of, like, getting involved, it allows you to, like, be a portion of the campus where, like, besides your classes. Um, Allows you to meet a lot of different people, especially Greek Life has allowed me to meet, um, you know, a lot of different fraternity men and um, a lot of different, like, multicultural, like, uh, people as well. Um, just because of the community that I'm a part of. So um, I would say like taking the first step is the most important, at least giving yourself like the shot of trying it out. If it's something that you don't enjoy, it's not like you're bound to it for life. So, you know, you can go ahead and decide for yourself if it's something you want to continue to be a part of. Um, But like I said, just like getting yourself out there, um, trying it out. And then like, who knows, you might end up loving it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And there's, there's always a lot more than a sorority. This is just, again, there's a lot that gets put out you know, on, on the surface, per right, se. Right, definitely. But you guys have, what's it called, a, a philanthropy? Is, that, is yes. that what it is? So can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, basically all chapters basically have a um, specific, like, philanthropic, uh, I'm not, I don't know, like, cause that they basically fundraise to. Like, that's okay. what their yeah, whole yeah. chapter is, like, based around. Um, but basically all the chapters nationally are going to be fundraising for the same thing. So Alpha Phi's nationally are, uh, fundraising for the Alpha Phi Foundation, specifically, um, pinpointing like women's heart health. Okay. Um, yeah. and that's like what we, what we, uh, focus on. We have mm-hmm. a big event in the fall. It's called Red Dress Gala. Basically all the Alpha Phi's wear red dresses. We invite our parents, our friends, um, basically anyone who wants to, come and celebrate kind of like a fundraiser for women's heart health. Mm -hmm. Um, But every chapter is going to have their own, um, you know, some are based around like domestic violence or Mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. But for Alpha Phi, one of the reasons that like I connected to it is so much is that um, I didn't realize this until I was kind of a part of the chapter, but one in three women are affected by heart disease. And Mm -hmm. so once I kind of learned that statistic, it made me kind of like really like open my eyes and realize that, 
you know, out of a chapter of 72, you know, that's like 30 girls that like have the potential to like have heart disease. And then, you know, you look around at like a university and you know that there's like, I don't know, 15,000, 20,000 women or whatever, right. whatever that breakdown is. Um, it just made me like open my eyes and realize that this was something like extremely bigger than myself. And I loved the idea that like alpha fees across the nation were going to be fundraising for something that I honestly felt so passionate about. Um, and I've had cancer like in my family before, so mm-hmm. not necessarily like heart cancer, but um, it just like I felt more of a connection to it than um, the other chapters here at Sac State. You know, Maddie, that that's amazing. I could have not put it better myself. That is that is truly inspiring, and it's really you know it's a way for it's a good way for somebody who is still a little bit hesitant or is unsure about you know getting involved on campus or getting involved in a sorority or a fraternity that you know that. It's, it's something better than itself. It's, it's going towards a good cause. And I just think getting involved in something that it, it helps you find yourself, you know, Definitely. It, helps you buy, it helps you find not necessarily what you like and dislike, but what you're passionate for. Absolutely. It kind of gives you like your, your ground. Yeah. It kind of gives you something to like work for, work towards and um, continue to learn more about and like become more passionate about as you're a part of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Say that twice because that is so right. You know what? Just because of that, shout out to the all the Alpha Phi girls. Based on a good cause, we appreciate you. We have one of your members here representing. And, and Maddie, we're just so happy to have you and keep talking to you. Yeah, I absolutely love it here. Thank you for having me. You know, actually, Maddie, we're going to back up a bit. W- what's your class standing? What's your major? Um, So I am currently a senior. I will be going into my second semester after the break. And then I am a business marketing major. That's awesome. I'm also a business but I'm a business analytics and a management information systems major. Maddie, do you happen to know who your ASI director is? Okay, so, you know, I did see who it was, but I, and I was very, (laughs) I was very pleased to see, I didn't realize that ASI had a director for, like, each uh, college within Sac State. Yeah. But I will promise you this, I will not be able to tell you the name, but I did see business. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, perfect. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you did. So, um, you know, with, uh, with ASI, and uh, we're going to get a little bit more into it as, as we go on through the podcast, but one of our main things for this podcast is to, you know, enhance the ASI awareness, let students know, you know, long-term goal, let everybody know on campus that ASI is not just us, it's everybody. Right. You know, literally, it's like once you commit to ASI, you are part of ASI. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. are all ASI. So for us, it's, it's really important to you know, to, to make students aware from the very beginning that there is directors that advocate for them. There is directors that represent them in every specific college. Yeah. So, Dervisha, you want to tell her who her director is? Well, a uh, small shout out to our ASI director of business. Her name's Carelli Rivera. Carelli, that is your director. She I'm has... so sorry. I wish I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Because now you know. So it's, it's, it's great that we're having this conversation. All right. So you sound like a very busy person, honestly. So tell me, what do you do like outside of like sorority and schoolwork? What are your favorite activities? Um, so one of the things I'm actually pretty proud of is during quarantine, um, I started my own business called Died Madly. Support small businesses. I know, I know. Um, I decided basically, okay, so it's kind of connected with Alpha Phi, but 
Um, when I was a sophomore, I became on exec for my second semester sophomore year. And we go to a conference every year. Um, mm-hmm. Ours was in L.A. And mm-hmm. usually what the executive board does is they get some type of matching something to, like, mm-hmm. wear to the conference. Right. That way, um, when you're there with a ton of other chapters, you can kind of see who's a part of who. Right. Um, and we had all decided that we wanted to do, like, tie-dye sweatsuits and then put, like, Alpha Fee on them. And I had done tie-dyeing in the past, and um, I was really interested in it. So I did it for the executive board. And I, it kind of blew up and everyone like really convinced me. It was like, you should do this. You should start it. Yeah. So when quarantine started, I like started doing it and it's been super successful. I will say this past semester, I basically kind of left it in the dust. I'm hoping to pick it back up this next semester, but I was just like, I did not have time for it. Um, but I'm hoping to pick that back up. But I'd say that's one of my biggest hobbies just because I enjoyed doing something that kind of connected me with people that I didn't know, but they were buying my things. They loved them and it made me just feel happy and be able to see that like when I especially when I saw people posting in them I was just like that is so sick like I did that um but for other things that I'm interested in I would say um well one of the things I have a job at Spaghetti Factory I'm a server oh I love (laughs) her ice cream I know spaghetti is so good (laughs) ice cream I have to confess something yes please do um a long time ago long time ago when I was playing water polo at delta we went to the old spaghetti factory the uh-huh. one they used to be in stockton yeah and i just thought the little the little metal thing that they served the ice cream scoop was so cute i ate my ice cream cleaned it with a napkin put that in my pocket and that that's where all my earrings are <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute but the ice cream's so good oh, I, I, know. I don't know what flavor it is but that i know it's spumoni it's like a tri-blend of chocolate pistachio and cherry and oh every time i'm like serving someone and then i'm like hey, okay, like, ice cream comes with your meal. Do you want to do spumoni or vanilla? And every time people are like, ew, spumoni sounds horrible. And I'm like, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, no, like, it's, it's so good. good. It like, is you, so good. People are always like, the nut, though, the pistachio. And I'm like, no, it like, you got to try it. Yeah. And then I usually convince them, and they try it, and they're like, that's my new favorite ice cream. And I'm like, told you. Yeah. Like, literally, like, listen <laughs> to me. It is very good. <laughs> any any other hobbies you want to tell us about? Any other any other things you enjoy doing outside of, you know, your your typical duties? Um, okay, so I feel like this is just like a very common one, but I obviously really enjoy being with friends. I feel like I'm a very social person mm-hmm. and I do really enjoy like just being around people and like always kind of having a conversation going. I feel like I'm always laughing and that's where I consider I get my abs. I don't have abs, but <laughs> I like to think that I do from laughing. Um, and then I would say one of the things I really like doing is I really like being outdoors. Um, in the summer, I really like going on the boat and wakeboarding. In the winter, I really like going up to the mountains and skiing. Um, but kind of anything that's just active, social, um, along those lines. I feel like those are all kind of the things. Yeah. I obviously love binge watching TV shows. Can't wait for Outer Banks to come out with season three. Me neither, girl. <laughs> I already have my predictions. I'm not saying I've looked I know. up stuff online, but I have. I know. And now I'm, I'm like, like Madeline and Chase are together. <laughs> I, I'm calling her right now. They did not break up. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, you you said you were very active. You just stated that you're very active. And, and I can see in your energy that you just love being out there. And that's it, it radiates. It's, it's oh, amazing. Thank you. That, I so want to know, Maddie, because, you, you know, we did kind of introduce you this way. I might have over-exaggerated, but tell me, is it true that you've traveled almost the whole entire world? I mean, really, how many continents is there? Because I'm not good at geography. There's seven. There's seven. <laughs> oh, man, okay. Seven continents. <laughs> you, got two, you got two more. I'm serious. I, I'm awful oh, at geography. God, god yeah. awful. Don't ask me where the states are because I know the names, but I don't know no. where they are in the map. Oh, god. Yeah. God help me. But <laughs> tell me. Tell um, me about that. 
So basically from a young age, um, okay, well, let me just get back. I don't know if I've already mentioned this, but I'm an only child. Um, and from a young age, my parents always, um, they're huge travelers. They traveled a lot before me. Um, and then once I kind of came along, they realized that teaching me the other cultures and realizing what life is like other than like where we live was super important to them. Yes. Um, this is kind of personal, but I'm not super religious, but being like seeing other religions and seeing other cultures and seeing kind of like the day-to-day life uh, definitely like shaped me into the person I am today. I feel like I go about situations differently just from knowing what it is like in different cultures. Um, but I mean, for example, when I was nine months old, I went to Australia. Like, it's oh, just, man. Yeah. <laughs> like it has just been like ever since I was little, um, I've traveled like uh, very humbly, but I've traveled, I've traveled a lot of places and yeah. I am very thankful that my parents um, have been able to take me along with them. Because I feel like a lot of times it's like, you know, we'll live the kids at home. Like, Absolutely. we're going to go no, do what yeah. we want to do. And that was never them. They wanted to teach me, like, you got to be able to stick up for yourself, pull your luggage, like, be able to catch a flight, catch a train, like, be on time to everything. Um, so I think traveling overall taught me not so much just about the other cultures, but also just everything that goes into, like, being a traveler, how do you do it safely? How do you make sure you're going to a safe country? How do you mm-hmm. make sure, even if you're going to a country that's not as safe, how do you make sure you're safe? Like, Absolutely. it just taught me so many different things. But um, can I tell you the favorite place I've been? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I would love to hear it. Go ahead and tell me. Okay, good. Um, but one of the favorite places that I've been was Dubai. That Ooh. was... Ooh. Yeah. Fancy. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Um, that is considered like one of the richest cities in the world. And, um, it was absolutely insane to like kind of be a part of it. Um, but one of the coolest things is that in, um, Dubai, they have the tallest building in the world, which is Burj Khalifa and went up to the top and it's just incredible, the views that you can see. So yeah. how cool. Of, yeah. No, don't yeah. be deceived. I'm nodding, but I have no idea what you're talking about. I also did like indoor skiing there. That was like one of the things. Wait, I was wait, so wait, 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 let's back it up. <laughs> I have never heard of such thing. <laughs> oh, I know. Is that real? There's indoor skydiving. It's, yeah, I've done, I've done indoor skydiving. I've done nice. it like, in California or like, it's not that far. I remember yeah, I it's like in Roseville, right? Well, yeah. when I was kind of doing it, I was younger, but I was going down to the Bay Area. Um, I don't know. I forget what it was called. Oh, like maybe iFly? Yeah. Know. Is it iFly? I, I don't know. Something I like that. Um, but yeah, in Dubai, they have a um, indoor ski resort literally in like a shopping mall. And what? you literally like, you go in, you like get your gear, you like rent your skis. It's basically like you don't bring anything of your own. Like it's like a whole setup thing. It literally reminds me of if you're going like roller skating or something. Like it just, oh my everything's goodness. provided for you. <laughs> you get a certain time limit. They have ski lifts in there. They have like a bunny hill. It is like absolutely insane. But that was a crazy experience because I just remember like looking up and I'm like, there's a roof on top of me and I'm skiing on snow. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Well, shout out to them <laughs> folks in Dubai because I had never thought that was possible. I absolutely, that, that's crazy. I know. I, I, I never thought of Such an experience. I never <laughs> thought of that. Yeah, that's crazy. I know, like, even Dubai, like, they have, like, they're making fake rain. But anyways, <laughs> what's, so other than that, what's your, your other favorite memorable trips that you took? Um, okay, so I feel like they tell you that, like, as a young child, like, you really don't remember stuff except, you know, whether you're looking at pictures or the stories you've been told. But, um... This one I really do remember really well. Um, I was in Paris with both my mom and my dad and my grandma and my grandpa. 
And I have kind of two funny portions of it, but we're near the Eiffel Tower. Um, my dad and my grandpa have been looking at a map for probably half an hour. And me, my mom, and my grandma were just sitting down. I remember eating, like, croissants and, like, chocolate eclairs and stuff. Um, and after a while, I mean, I'm talking, they've been looking at the map for, like, I felt like I had been sitting there for a day. Like, I was like, all right, where are we going? <laughs> just and, ask directions, man. Yeah. Just ask. <laughs> and I remember that we, my grandma finally was like, okay, like, which way do we go? And they both pointed, and they pointed opposite directions. No! And no. I remember Every we moment. were like, okay, so we're back to square one. Like, <laughs> we got to figure this out. Um, But that one was hilarious just because it was, like, one of those moments where it felt surreal. Like, it was just, like, that is just so funny. Like, that really happened. Yeah, like, <laughs> you saw it on they, TV. Like, they literally, like, crossed hands. Like, it was just, like, okay, we have no idea what we're doing. But, um, and then on that same trip, it was, I don't know why, but I love my half birthday. Um, I'm born on September 21st, which is the first day of fall. So my like uh-huh. half birthday is the first day of spring usually. Uh-huh. Um, and so it was, um, we were in Paris and the wind was getting crazy. It was like starting to get stormy and we were in the Eiffel Tower and basically we were like stuck in the Eiffel Tower. They basically told us like, hey, we're going to have to chill for a little while. We need the like winds to go down before we can like operate the elevators. And I, my grandma just bought me like a little cake to celebrate my like three and a half birthday. And I remember my dad is one of those kind of dads that obviously loves me to death, but he definitely gets enjoyment off of a little bit of embarrassment. Um, <laughs> always has, dad. always will. <laughs> As I've gotten older, I've definitely realized that I love the embarrassment now. But when I was younger, I was definitely like, oh, my God, dad, like I can't handle it. Um, but very distinctively, I remember... My dad, like, we were all crammed into, like, one room. There was probably, like, hundreds of people. Oh, my goodness. Just, like, I think I know what's tower. coming. Yeah. So, <laughs> I can it's imagine. like everyone's doing their little chatter, and my dad goes, attention, everyone. <laughs> no, I would die, like, from embarrassment. And he was like, it is my daughter's three and a half birthday. Her name is Madeline. Like, if everyone can join me in singing with her. And I just remember, like... Literally, everyone was so excited and so happy and just, like, saying their hearts out. And that is probably one of my most memorable because I've never been in a monument and had my birthday sang to me before. Yeah. And it wasn't even my birthday, so... (laughs) That was the best. That's hilarious. Oh, how exciting. That's... You know what? That is a memory that you can flex... Here, you can flex it anywhere you I go. Know. It, you know, you said it wasn't even your birthday. I know. I'm like, actually, <laughs> I'm cooler than you, but it's fine. <laughs> How exciting. Me when I'm three and a half. Yeah. Me getting, me getting an ego. <laughs> well, Maddie, I have another question for you. What is your all-time favorite cuisine? Like, for example, for me, it's Mexican cuisine. Yes, I just girl. love burritos. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I love Mediterranean food, so... Okay, so that is probably the most difficult question you could have asked me. (laughs) Um, I consider myself such a foodie that I literally, like, love all types of food. Um, But if I had to pick one, I honestly probably would go with Mexican, too. Yes. Yeah. Mexican, (laughs) I'm I'm going to bring it to you all. Yeah. I like Mexican food. I'll I'll, I'll eat it, but... Have you tried any exotic foods? Because you've traveled so much. Yeah, so I'd say, like... This isn't going to sound that exotic, but it was exotic for me to try, and I feel like it was a little aggressive at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> aggressive? <laughs> oh, God. But it was just hard for me to get over the fact, like, I'm a very, I, I like meat, like, I love steak, I love chicken, I love, you know, I, I don't know, I just yeah. love, 
I love that kind of thing. Um, but it was really hard for me one time, but I ate lamb. I don't know. Like, that's not that huge. Oh, but, yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's not, like, oh, that's so not yeah. really exotic, but, like, okay. it was definitely out of my comfort zone of, like, uh. trying, like, a different animal that I feel like, don't get me wrong, like, I feel like lamb is, like, attainable in the United States, but I don't feel like it's, like, any, I guess Mediterranean would be a little bit yeah. more, like, lamb-based, but um, I feel like it's not anything that's, like, super, like, well, common. Common, yeah. It's not something that you, you know, yeah, see like the Applebee's yeah. menu or anything. No, literally. <laughs> yeah. And so that was something that it was just kind of like, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. It was absolutely delicious, but yeah. right. it was just like one of those weirder like, okay, this is something that I probably like wouldn't order for myself in America. Yeah. You know, that no, kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, But I mean, my parents, for example, they've tried, like, I, I could never do it, but like escargot, like. Oh, see, no, I'm, I'm a hard pass on that. Yeah. See, that kind of <laughs> stuff, I'm like, <laughs> t- you can leave. Like, it's, I don't want it. Um, But for, like, example, like, I know, like, I feel like they've tried, like, alligator, like. Me what? too. I yeah. was just, uh, I, I, Allig- I was just about to say. It, you know, it, it's. People say a, it, like, tastes like chicken. Yeah, I was just about to yeah. say. It tastes like chicken. It's such a, like, a light colored meat. Like, you could mistake it as, as like, a really, like, a, like, white fish, but it, it's not. Yeah. And it tastes like chicken. And, and like, huh. you're, you're really? eating alligator, for God's sake. It's what like, dish yeah. is what it even? Hell? Like, what is it called? Yeah. It's an alligator? I mean, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. If I don't like know if there's, like, really a name. Yeah, I think, yeah. honestly, I really do think it's just kind of, like, alligator. Yeah. I will <laughs> say, like. Straight up. <laughs> I will say, not that I'm, like, I'm, I would say, like, when I was younger is when I did a lot more of my traveling. Since college, I feel like I haven't done as much just because of, like, the time aspects of it. But, um, one of the places that I've traveled is China. And not that I tried as much there, but, like, the things that they offer there, I was literally, like, you can get an octopus, you can get an eyeball. Like, it's just, it's crazy. I, like, would walk down the street, and I'm, like, ah, I don't know if I can do that. Like, I was, like, mom, take me to McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) McDonald's. You can never go wrong in McDonald's. I know. Absolutely. My, my, I had a neighbor when I used to live in Michigan, and he used to hunt, like, ridiculously. And he, uh, when I tell you that when one of his daughters graduated, uh, they do like a over there they call it an open house but it's like a graduation party for them okay. you know obviously you have like the, the food kind of buffet style set out I kid you not everything that was in that table he hunted and he cooked himself except, oh my God. except tamales tamales because we used to live right next door my mom used to uh, ma- you know make food for people and you know very odd request I'm sure my mom can um, you know attest to this that it was what like a once in a lifetime thing oh yeah so they brought deer venison okay venison like ground venison and he kindly requested i was like hey can you make me venison tamales and i'm like well that sounds disgusting but you know it's like one of the things like you know don't knock it till you try it definitely it was so good it was really? so so good he had he had squirrel he had chicken he had duck i mean he had all sorts of things and that's Whoa. where we tried the yeah. alligator like, better watch out know, <laughs> <laughs> well i feel like the whole thing kind of about food too is that as long as it's prepared, like, to a specific liking, I guess. Like, obviously, there's different wa- ways to prepare everything. So, um, for example, like, I love steak, but I hate the, the idea yes. of it being raw. Yes. I feel like a lot of stuff is good. People don't eat if it's not good. Absolutely. Know? I think it also, I mean, for me, for me, it's a lot of, like, a, a consistency and an appearance thing. Oh, like, you know. minus texture. Yeah. Like, yeah, for yeah. example, I hate seafood. No! no! I love seafood. No! I don't uh, like salmon. I'll eat everything else, I get but I a, like salmon. I get a nice I little don't. chicken roll from McCuney. No. <laughs> this podcast is over. <laughs> no. I know. That's I'm cut off. No, but it, it definitely, it definitely <laughs> is, it, 
it's based on you know how it's prepared how how it's presented as well i mean that definitely has to do a lot with you know how, how appealing it is to the eye so i you know yeah the the the, the what is it the beef tartare whatever i yeah like I, I know tartar. i know what it looks yeah. like it looks it's like very red meaty yeah, like looks, you can tell it's raw yeah it, but i mean it, that's it, obviously it, to some like for me that'd be the texture i also just don't think that i could get over the idea that i'm eating like raw meat I just don't like that idea, like, at all. Yeah. No, it could be anything. Like, obviously, raw chicken. Like, <laughs> I guess I get more scared. I've definitely got, like, food poisoning a couple of times. So, Ooh, I yeah. get scared that I'm going to, like, get sick and, like, maybe die. <laughs> That's maybe, like, rare steak. Like, I cannot do steak. Yeah, it has either. to be, like, like at least. well, like. Like, well done yeah, for me. Yeah, well done for me as well. All right, Maddie. So, the main goal for this podcast, like I was saying before, is to enchant that ASI awareness on campus. We hope that the guests that we bring on are able to, you know, leave with something, use it as an educational opportunity. And uh, we just definitely want to get to know you. But again, one of our main goals is just, you know, letting you know about ASI and letting all of our listeners know about ASI and, you know, it might spark an interest. So here's what we're going to do next. We are going to play a riddle game. Are you good at riddles? Um, no. no. <laughs> okay, 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 well, well, you know what, you know what, it, it's okay, because these riddles are not hard, they're not, they're not, you know, super complex, they're not gonna, well, they might require a little thinking, but, you know, if, <laughs> if you know your ASI department, or you're faintly familiar, you will do just fine. Okay, I'll give it my best effort. Awesome. <laughs> you got All this. Right. So, I appreciate it. we're gonna have 40 seconds on the clock, we're gonna have 40 seconds, an alarm's gonna go off when your time is up. Okay. During those 40 seconds, you are to guess what ASI department, program, service, whatever. Okay. You know, um, the riddle is about. Okay. All right. I'm ready. 40 seconds on the clock, Sadia. All right, let's go. All right. Maddie, the first riddle. When you find yourself in a pickle and can't get someone to pick you, all you have to do is call a pickup. But don't you worry, this won't cost you a nickel. Um, okay, so it's going to be about rides. Um, I'm going to guess that it is a part of the ASI Safe Ride. Yeah! Nice, nice, nice. Ooh, okay, perfect. <laughs> next one, next one. 40 seconds on the clock. All right. I have shelves, but I'm not a bookcase. I have a door, but I'm not a cupboard. I have a locker, but I'm not Amazon. I can provide help, but I'm not a doctor. I contain food, but I'm not a grocery store. What am I? Um, okay, so I am thinking that this might be the portion that ASI provides for students um, in the sense of kind of like food. So yes. I'm going to guess yes. ASI food pantry. Yes! Yes! Okay, okay, bonus point here. What else did the ASI food pantry do? Um, is it that, like, I feel like I remember, like, seeing something about, like, donations or something. Donations, yes. But what about, have you ever walked around the quad and taken a look around there? Maybe, maybe... Well, they don't do it Mondays. Is it always Mondays? Yeah, it's Mondays. Um, Mondays. Food drive? I don't know. You're getting closer. We do a pop-up food pantry. So. Oh, yes. I actually have seen that. Where they, like, I think I've like gotten like an orange or something yeah, from them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 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 a single orange. I, mean, I hope it yeah. was delicious. Okay. <laughs> it was. It was. I love oranges. <laughs> okay, awesome. 40 seconds on the clock, and we are going to start with the third riddle. I am filled with tassels, but cause no hassle. I am the only way you'll walk the stage before you move on to the next phase. What am I? Okay, I'm going to go with a guess because I was actually looking at this because I am graduating <laughs> soon. And I was so curious where to get the cap and gown and everything. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's the ASI student shop. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> Look at you! I love it. I love it. <laughs> You know, you are doing awesome at these riddles. I thought you weren't good at riddles. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> okay, you know what? 
I'm going to give you a little challenge here. We're going to take off 10 seconds off the clock. So, Sadia, 30 seconds on the clock, please. All Ready right. To, to the test. Okay. Now, fourth riddle. Ready? Yep. Well, you don't want to be boring, and you want to stop worrying. Find us on campus when you're walking. Sign up in the morning to begin exploring. Okay, I'm going to, I think the exploring is what's going to help me. Um, and I've been to it, so I hope I can get this right. But is it ASIP Adventures? Yes! yes! I love it. You are doing awesome. <laughs> All right, 30 seconds on the clock again, and we are going to move on to the fifth riddle. All right. What's cool and blue and not near the school has many activities for you, which I'm sure you knew. Okay, um, I'm going to guess this one. This one I've been to plenty of times. So this one I know for a fact I can get correct. Um, but I'm going to guess the Aquatic Center. Yes! yes! <laughs> we love to see it, Maddie. Look at you. <laughs> All right. Let's see. We're going to go on to the sixth riddle. All right. All right. We represent you. I'm sure you know, too. Visit us at school or through good old Zoom. Be advocate for you. Can you guess the student crew? Yes, I, I know it. I, I'm feeling confident right now. I'm, I'm yeah! feeling good. Um, student government. Yeah! Yes! Oh, yes! Girl. yes, this is your student government. We represent you. We represent every student here through ASI because it's not only us that's ASI. It's everybody here at Sac State tastes a part of ASI. Awesome. Man, Maddie, you're doing awesome. We, I don't know. My challenger again and kind of not to... This the to to um twenty what seconds? are we at? Twenty seconds. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. Twenty five. Let's do twenty five. Okay. Okay, okay. Right. I'm up for the challenge. We'll twenty five 20. seconds we'll now. <laughs> twenty five seconds. All right, for riddle number seven. I'm your biggest employer on campus. Don't you worry, you will like us. Near the parking structure you'll find us. Come check us out. And maybe you meet little kids on your way out. Um, okay, so this one I actually saw a lot when I was um, coming to campus like freshman and sophomore year, but I'm going to guess the Children's Center. Yes! yes! Go, so girl. close! Go little rock star! <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then we have your last question. Here you can DJ, but must be out of your PJs. Here you can broadcast, but make sure you don't walk past. You'll have a blast. You'll want it to last. As a matter of fact, it's where you're sad. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I know I'm here right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the KSSU radio. <laughs> Shout out to Maddie, Alpha Phi Sisters. This is yeah. Maddie representing you, naming all of her ASI resources and departments. We love to see it, Maddie. <laughs> Thank you. That's how we do. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much for playing, Maddie. You honestly did really good. Yes, yes you did. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. I was so nervous, but you guys helped me feel calm and... I was just able to put my best answer forward. Good, <laughs> yeah, I'm that's glad. really good. I'm glad. Maddie, is there anything that you want our listeners to know before we go? Um, one, I just want to say this has been an amazing experience. So if you're interested, definitely reach out to ASI. Get yourself on here. Um, but to my Alpha Phi ladies, I just want to congratulate um, the 2021 exec. I had an amazing year with all of you, and I'm so proud of each and every one of us. Um, we just had elections, so congratulations to the 2022 executive board. I'm so excited to see the way you lead the chapter and all the things that you will accomplish within this year. Um, and we are always looking for girls who want to be a part of the chapter. So um, check out our Instagram. Um, it's going to be at Alpha Phi Sac State. 
Thank you for joining us today, Maddie. It was a pleasure to have you here with us. I absolutely loved being here. I like already want to come back. I'm like, <laughs> can I be the next segment again? Yeah, yeah. You know what? not <laughs> a problem. What you can do is you can listen to your episode. It's going to come out very, very soon. Tell yeah, your yeah. sisters, tell their sisters, and tell their sisters, and tell your brothers, <laughs> tell whatever, tell your mother, whatever. Just let them know oh. that you were on this podcast. Let you, them know what you learned. You let best them know. believe I'll be telling my mom, my dad, my boyfriend, my roommates, my... So, so yes. sisters, my friends from high school. I will. Yeah, you got. I any, will blow it up. You got any pets? You got any pets? I do. I have a little dog at Perfect. home. Perfect. Tell him too. <laughs> Coco, if you're listening to this now, this is my telling you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. We love it. Thank you so much for joining us, Hornets. We were so excited to have Maddie come out here and represent her sorority, and most importantly, represent herself. Before we sign off, we want you to come on this podcast and share your ASI experience, ASI, sex state, whatever it is. We want to hear it. And we were so excited to hear about you today. Just send us a DM via Instagram expressing interest. My Instagram is saxdayasiund. Mine is saxdayasivpaa. Mine is ASISSIS, director on Instagram. Until next time, Hornets, stay healthy. Bye.